episode number 73. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So as you know, if you've been following my podcast, and especially if you listened to last week's episode, I tend to use humor in my work with Getting Unstuck because I do find that humor, when used appropriately, can be great medicine. But this episode is going to be anything but humorous. In fact, I had another episode lined up for you this week, something really exciting that happened in the world of getting unstuck, but I decided to defer that episode to next week. Basically, something happened a couple of days ago that has really impacted me and moved me into this place of like non-movement. And yet I have so much work to do, right? There's a lot of stuff going on in the world of getting unstuck. I have a beta training that is in place and I'm working on a new product, which I'm hoping will be out for the winter holidays. And I have a retreat that's coming up next month and I'm writing a new book and there's a lot going on. And yet for the last two days, I just found myself unable to work. And I found myself kind of numbing myself with looking at like more and more social media just to kind of zone out and kind of productively procrastinate. And of course, I have commitments to make, right? Like this podcast, which I publish every Tuesday, and I haven't missed one single week ever since the podcast came into being. And yet for the last two days, I wasn't even motivated to record this week's episode. I just haven't been motivated to do anything. So what happened? Well, this past Sunday, there was a terrorist attack here in Israel. Now, no matter where you live in the world, you probably know that terrorist attacks happen in Israel. I mean, the truth of the matter is they happen all over this crazy world that we live in today. But they happen here probably on a more frequent basis when you compare the size of Israel, which by the way is like the size of New Jersey, um, to the size of other countries where there is terrorism. Anyway, so just about an hour after this attack happened, my Facebook feed started to flood. Basically, so many people that I am friends with were connected to the person who was murdered. A man named Ari Fold, 45 years old, father of four from the United States, was standing outside of a supermarket. He was on his phone when a teenager, 17 years old, comes up behind him and stabs Ari in the back with a knife, puncturing an artery, puncturing the back of his heart. Ari was armed, as many men in Israel are, 
And despite the fact that he was stabbed in the back with a knife, he chased after his gunman, who had subsequently started to run away and started shooting at him so that no one else would be hurt by this terrorist. A hero. Ari was rushed to the hospital in unstable condition and then died of his wounds. He was buried the same day at 1130 at night near his home in Efrat, Israel. Now, as I mentioned, terrorist attacks are not something new here in Israel. And unfortunately, we are raising our children to have to accept that truth. And so when you hear such news, because it's unfortunately not a novelty, the conditioned response that Israelis have learned to do is basically, you know, take a stop, take it in, maybe share the news with others, and then move on with their day because because they have to, right? We can't stay stuck or we can't stay held back by these attacks because if we did, the terrorists would win. And we still have responsibilities in this world to our families, to our kids, to our work. And so we move on. It's a very, very strange sort of behavior and reaction to these horrific situations. It's kind of surreal that nothing more is done in the way of like a collective mourning ceremony or something. I don't know. All I know is that this particular incident really hit me hard. Maybe it's because Ari was from the United States, just like I am. Maybe it's because Ari was 45 years old, just like I am. Maybe it's because Ari was a father of four, just like I am a mother of four. I don't know, but it hit me in a way that just like turned me into an unfocused daze. My eyes were glued to Facebook and I just kept reading personal story after personal story after personal story about this unbelievable man and about his family, whom, like I said, had so many connections to people that I know. People wrote that Ari would have been the last person on a list of thousands who they thought would be the victim of such an incident because he himself taught self-defense and karate. And he was an elite unit of the paratroopers unit when he was in the Israeli army. And he was strong. And you can see the pictures on Facebook. He was big and strong and muscular. But of course, (laughs) you're defenseless when you're hit from behind. And I was thinking about how we are in the middle of a month of endless holidays with Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, coming up actually tonight. And now his wife and four kids will have to face a reality that they have never imagined in their worst nightmare. I've also been watching video after video after video of Ari and his teachings because he did a lot of teaching about Israel and Judaism. And in fact, apparently he was planning to go on a speaking tour to the United States really soon. So it's like, you know, you go to work one moment and the next moment you get this piece of information and you're just filled with so many emotions. You're stupefied, you're shocked, you're angry, you're afraid, 
you're feeling guilty that you can't do anything to change what happened. You're like one big ball of emotions that's just causing you to basically shut down. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling this because I am in a Facebook group um, for Israeli women entrepreneurs. And actually, one of the women in that group posed the question and she said, when you're in the middle of work and tragedy strikes, how do you move forward? And of course, there were many responses because many people feel a moral dilemma with moving on when something huge like this happens because it feels wrong to move on. It feels wrong to be having fun. It feels wrong to be thinking about yourself or your business when tragedy hits. It feels wrong to be doing anything but going into mourning for your fellow citizen. And yet life does move on. One of my other friends on Facebook wrote that it feels like cognitive dissonance where half of her newsfeed was about Ari and the other half was about like food and menu prep for the upcoming holiday. So here I am stuck in all of these emotions, which is basically causing me to be frozen and realizing like this is not helping anybody. I decided that I would share my unstuck process with you here on this episode Again, even though this was not the episode that I was planning to share this week, so that you can be with me as I get myself unstuck from this shocking situation. So S, I take a stop. I sit for a moment. I close my eyes. I take a breath. T, tell. So what am I stuck on? I'm stuck on anger. I'm stuck on fear stuck on guilt. I'm stuck on sadness. I'm stuck on disbelief. I'm stuck on overwhelm. I'm stuck on anxiety. You, what can I uncover? What beliefs can I uncover here? Now for every emotion, and I just mentioned many of them, for every emotion that I'm feeling, I'm going to have a belief that is connected to it because it is our beliefs that create our emotions. So when you do this work and you uncover your beliefs, you uncover what is it that you are thinking, it's really helpful to go back to each emotion and ask yourself, why am I feeling that emotion? And you're feeling that emotion, the answer to that is going to be your thought. So for example, why am I feeling anger? Why am I stuck on anger? Because I believe my kids should not be growing up in a society where terrorism has become the norm. And then I ask myself, is this 100% true? Should my kids not be growing up in such a society? Now, of course, (laughs) ideally, they shouldn't be. I wish they wouldn't be. Um, But should they be? Shouldn't they be? I don't know. I'm not God. I'm not the ruler of this world. I really don't know. So let's put that one aside for now. Why am I feeling fear? Because I believe that this war between these two peoples, it's never going to end. And then I ask myself, is that true? And again, I answer, I don't know if that's 100% true. Maybe, maybe peace will come. You know, I don't know. Maybe not in my lifetime, but maybe it will. Why do I feel guilt? Why am I stuck on guilt? Because I believe there's nothing I can do, 
right? There's nothing I can do. It happened, the event happened, and there's nothing I can do. Now, is that 100% true that there's nothing I can do? No, and I'll talk about that in a moment when we get to considerations. Why am I stuck on sadness? Because I believe no wife, no child should ever have to live through such an experience. And I'm not even going to ask myself if that's true or not, because I believe that that's true. Why am I stuck on disbelief? Because even though I didn't know Ari personally, from the little bit that I learned about him and the photos that I've seen of him, I am in disbelief because this human being appeared invincible, right? He did. And so is that 100% true, that this person was invincible, right? Immortal? No, of course not. I mentioned that I'm stuck on overwhelm. So why? Well, basically, because I have a lot on my plate right now. And I have a lot to do. And the holiday is coming up. And because I'm procrastinating, I'm feeling even more overwhelmed, because I'm not checking off the things that I should be doing today. And so that's the belief, right, that I should be doing today. And I ask myself, should I be doing these things today? Do I have to be doing these things today? And the answer is no, not necessarily. The last emotion that I mentioned that I'm stuck on is anxiety. Because I believe if I don't get everything done on my list that I need to, it's really just going to cause chaos and confusion when you know new people find me and they go to my website and they sign up for my newsletter and like things are going to fall apart if I don't get everything done today. Now, is that 100% true? No, of course not. So I have a lot of emotions and I probably have many more thoughts that I could uncover, but just going with what I offered you today is enough for me to be able to move on to the next step, see, consider, because most of the beliefs that I shared with you, they weren't even true. So that opens this window of opportunity for me to take on other perspectives. For example, I can consider hope and faith that healing and peace is possible in this world. I can consider that there are things I can do. I mean, I could visit the family. I could send a card. I could do things in my work in memory of Ari. For instance, creating this podcast and sharing about his life and about the impact that he has had on thousands of people around the world is something that I can do. And when I continue to do speaking engagements, I can do that in his merit. Ari's family set up a fund that I could donate to. And in addition, there are amazing nonprofit organizations that have been created to support families of terrorist attacks that I could also donate to. I can consider that this is not the first and this won't be the last. And this is just an unfortunate part of the crazy world that we live in. I can consider being gentle on myself. If this situation is going to teach me nothing else, it's the fragility of life. And so all of the things that I think are so important to do and to get done, like right now and today, well... (laughs) 
they aren't. And I'm the owner of my business and I can choose how much work I want to put in in a day and how much pressure I really want to put on myself. And again, even though I never met Ari personally, I can consider that what Ari would want in this world is for all of us to continue doing the work that we're doing and not stop because of his murder. So I can really consider that if nothing else, by me moving on with my work and with my business, it's because Ari would have wanted that of me. And for me, that would mean continuing to develop my business, which is in Israel, a country that he loved and fought for. So I can really consider that it will be okay if things are not on schedule. And it will be okay if my podcast is a day late, which in the end, it's going to be published on Tuesday anyway. And it will be okay if I delay responding to people's emails. And I can really just take the time and allow these emotions that are built up inside of me to run through me. And then K, I tell myself it's okay that I got stuck on all of those emotions in the first place, which caused me to shut down and get unfocused and basically procrastinate. It happens. It's okay. Now, what about you? Have you ever been in a situation where you have felt so overwhelmed by so many emotions and you have maybe even looked down on yourself for not being able to move forward? Can you recall such a time in your life or maybe you're in that place right now? Can you consider being gentle on yourself? Knowing that it's okay to slow down and it's okay to give yourself some time to heal? Can you imagine that? So to Ari's family and the thousands of people around the world whose lives he has touched, I send you my deepest condolences. May you be comforted and may Ari's memory be for an everlasting blessing to you and to those whose lives were touched by him. We are mourning your loss with you. And to Ari, who has been named a hero, I thank you for your commitment and dedication to standing up to your truths and for championing both for the United States and for Israel. I will link a short TV interview of Ari's brother for those of you who wish to hear a little bit more about what kind of man Ari was. So my dear friends, it's been a difficult few days, but I guess one message that I'd like to leave you with is to remember that as humans, we are not meant to feel happy and joy all of the time. This is a message I speak about in the Getting Unstuck course, because just think about it for a moment. If you were happy and joyous all of the time, you wouldn't even know what happiness and joy is because you'd have nothing to compare it to. So as humans, we have difficult emotions and I do believe that there is some sort of divine balance out there in which we are meant to be feeling all of the emotions, not just the positive ones. And it's our job to allow ourselves to feel all of the emotions that are inside of us rather than pushing them away or resisting them 
or numbing ourselves from feeling them. If we don't, we will forever stay stuck and we will never live to our potential as human beings. My friends, I wish you a good rest of your day. Do me a favor. Go hug someone that you love. Maybe someone that you're having a difficult time with. Maybe someone that you need healing from. Or maybe just someone that you love. Maybe just consider, go give them a hug today. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.